Good morning. Welcome to Devotions for Worship. As we gather this morning, we remember our baptism. And in Ephesians 5, 25 through 27, it says that Christ loved the church and gave himself up for her that he might sanctify her, having cleansed her by the washing of water with the word so that he might present the church to himself in splendor without spot or wrinkle or any such thing that she might be holy and without blemish. And so as cleansed and washed people, we make the sign of the cross saying, in the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. We pray. Lord Jesus, on Saturday morning you rested in the tomb. The painful work of our redemption completed on the cross, and you awaited your glorious resurrection on Sunday morning. Please bless us with refreshment today. Give us peace, such as the world cannot give, but is only available through faith in you. Let the events of the day give you glory. And do not let the tasks of today distract us from anticipating the joy that we will celebrate this Easter Sunday, that Christ is risen. Let your Spirit rest upon us, so that today we may walk in a manner worthy of the Gospel. Amen. We confess our Christian faith today using the words of the Apostles' Creed. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, Maker of heaven and earth and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sits at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Christian Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. Our reading this week has been from Psalm 91, and we read it again today uh, and finish our meditation on it for the week. Psalm 91. He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust. For he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror of the night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in the darkness, nor the destruction that wastes at noonday. A thousand may fall at your side, ten thousand at your right hand but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you have made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High who is my refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you, no plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up, lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread on the lion and the adder, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver to him. I will protect him, because he knows my name. When he calls to me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. 
today we'll focus in on those last three verses. And these last three verses take a very different tone. Remember that the psalm breaks into three parts. The first part is uh, it's sort of a confession of the, the psalmist as he describes who God is. Then the, the next section, roughly verse 3 through 13, uh, basically he is preaching and he is proclaiming the, the salvation of God, uh, this shelter, this shadow, this refuge and fortress, and all of the, these different ways that he protects his people calling others to to put their hope and trust in him too. Verses 14 through 16, this is like God's voice coming and speaking. And, and I mean, this is scripture, so it's not like God's voice. It is his voice speaking his promises to us. And notice what it says. God is basically responding to the love of this individual saying, because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. Now, when when we read this, in this particular week, I I think that there's something for us to grab in terms of what Jesus has done for us. Jesus, on our behalf, held fast to his Father. And God delivers him through death and raises him to life. And as we are crucified with Christ... We are raised with him to a new life. We are delivered with him. And so just as God protected Jesus, he protects us. Because Jesus knows his name and he has made him known to us. So when Jesus would call out to God, God would answer him. So we in confidence call out to God in Jesus' name and he answers us. And so we know that he is with us in trouble, that he will rescue us, and that long life will indeed be ours, if not in this life, in the life to come, because we live eternally with him. And we're going to be satisfied with his salvation, the salvation that we know in Jesus, in the cross, and in the empty tomb. Today, as we we pray, we pray for the church. And right now the church is kind of scattered. And I invite you to please pray for me uh, and and pray for our our staff uh, as we try to do what we can in order to to bring God's word and and hope and comfort to you. And pray for one another. Pray for your fellow church members. And and think about all the different positions of life that they are in and and pray for them uh, and all the different needs that they may have. Lord God, Heavenly Father, we thank and praise you that you have brought us into your church, that we are those who call upon you and know that you answer us for Jesus' sake. And we ask, Lord, that that you would preserve your church, that you would strengthen us, that you would set our hearts and minds on you to follow you, to live as your people, and and to share this salvation, this salvation, wonderful protection and refuge that you have given to us with our neighbors. And Lord, we pray for pastors who who help to lead us and to proclaim that message to us, for DCEs and musicians and and office staff and youth workers and, and all the deaconesses and all of the people who work within the church in order to just keep things rolling so that we get to hear your word so that we get to receive your sacraments. Bless their work. And Lord, 
we pray for our fellow church members. And we ask that your spirit would be upon all of us to meet us in these various aspects of life that we are in, whether we are young or old, parents, newlyweds, single, wherever we are in life, whether we're ill, whether we're dying, we ask, Lord, that you would be with us to keep us strong in faith, to live in the hope of your salvation every day. We pray these things in Jesus' name, and we pray as he teaches us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the power, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. Now may the God of peace, who brought again from the dead our Lord Jesus, the great shepherd of the sheep by the blood of the eternal covenant, equip you with everything good, that you may do his will, working in us that which is pleasing in his sight, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Amen. God bless your day. I hope it's a, a, a good, peaceful day and that, uh, that you experience in some way God's blessing and, and God's love today. And I hope that you'll come back this evening and join us for a devotion before we, uh, before we cash it in for the night. God bless you and keep you.